What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? My peoples, my peoples, my mother boop and peoples. We back. Quality Minutes Podcast. Your boy, Yak. We got the boy, Ryan Speedo up there. You know, Miss Keita was coming down with a little ill. Miss Keita came down with a little illness, so we gonna, you know what I'm saying, represent for this evening. Um, but today, ladies and gentlemen, we have a thoughts very, and prayers. Thoughts and prayers about the uh, Akita. <laughs> I'm talking about today. We have an awesome, beautiful. I mean, a goddamn special guest here, man. He's a young, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. He's <laughs> <laughs> a young entrepreneur, man. In the real estate uh, he's 27 years old. You can obviously see he's a black young man doing the positive things out here in his community, getting people homes to live in. Um, great individual, young ball, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my boy Nas in the building. <laughs> Yo, my man, did you? You say he was twenty-seven? Yes, twenty-seven. Sheesh, man, I gotta I gotta start off with this, man. Well, first of all, let's tell tell us a little about yourself, man. Like, you know, where you're from, what you do, why you're doing it, all that good stuff. Hey, uh, my name my full name is Nazarek Johnson, but uh, I I go by Naz or Naz just to make it easier. But uh like like uh Greg said, I'm 27, born and raised in Buffalo, New York, actually. Uh moved. Ooh. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, real quick. Do 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 do. Come on, bro. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Buffalo, I ain't know. Yes, sir. Yeah, Buffalo, right. New York. Born and raised. Moved here when I was uh, about fifteen. Um, and then just to fast forward a little bit, uh, I got into real estate about a year and a half ago. Um, I was previously a manager at McDonald's, and one of my other fellow managers, uh got into real estate and is doing extremely well and he just you know he had a feeling that I would do just as well in the game so he was on me for you know quite some time and I you know I finally caved in and uh you know you know here we are it's going you know I'm I'm in the game now and it's going pretty well that's what's up man that's what's up so like so what was that conversation like? My man just came into work like listen man I got I I gotta get this McDonald's this this management shit up man I'm out of here bro what 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 like what was that initial conversation? How did he get you um got you in there? So uh we started around the same time. Uh both became managers around the same time. Um he ended up getting his own store. We're the same age, he ended up getting his own store. And uh actually a couple stores he ran completely by himself. And he quit that, started real estate, and his first year he he like I said, he did amazing his first year. So um his second year he was by his second year, he was already on me telling me, you know, you need to get into this. You need to get into this. And um, I was telling Greg, you know, the reason I finally did listen to him is because I had no idea, you know, the steps to it took to buy a house. And um, I'm blessed to say that I'm a first time home buyer as of last year, June. So um, getting into the real estate game, I learned that it's easier than it sounds, actually, you know, like, um it sounds like a daunting task, but mm-hmm. once you get a plan, it's it's very attainable goal. So I, I was able to purchase my home last year, and um, I just wanted to be able to share that information with other people that don't know how. It's not easy, but it's an attainable goal as long as you put the work in to, to get that goal. So I just wanted to actually help share that information with people. So, um, yeah, he, he just was on me for you know quite some time. Once I learned that it was attainable then i started you know really diving into real estate and just trying to you know get other people into homes yeah man we're gonna so, shout out shout out my mans man with the uh positive you know what i'm saying peer pressure you know what i'm saying shout out to my man for getting nas linkedin bro but that's that hey that's that's dope to hear man 27 years old homeowner man that's that's solid that's solid man get it man little small uh yeah. sign i was also a help my sister become her first time homeowner okay so in the process of helping me and my wife get our stuff together he's already helped my sister out man and then she has a beautiful home out there in the city man so yeah shout out to you Nas. you're doing positive things there brother hey you know you know what i think about Nas, bro you said you you've been in for a year and a half man i just i think about like we we about to be 40 right now by the time you are age man you're gonna be 
<laughs> you gonna be killing, bro. You gonna be killing. You gonna have your own little brokerage firm. You gonna have, you know what I'm saying, agents working under you, bro. Hey, listen, the sky is the limit, man. I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to your, uh, to what you got coming up. Thank you. That's the goal, for real. Honestly, that's the goal to take, you know, take this as far as it can take me. Yeah. What's up, man? So I got a question for you. So within this year or two that you into into the business, what are some of the, what were some of the hardest tasks? had to overcome like in order to you know what i'm saying to build your success like you know what i'm saying what was some of the give us a a scenario of a time you're blustered as hell like you didn't know exactly how to get from point a to b and how did you work your way through that situation to get a deal done okay so honestly the the hardest thing when you get into real estate is you know finding those clients finding people that want to work with you because honestly if you ask if you go on the street and ask 10 people about real estate uh eight out of them eight of them are probably going to say they know a realtor already you know so separating mm -hmm. yourself from the pack separating yourself and, and you know getting your point across mm -hmm. people and why to work with you rather than the person they know already and you know why you're worth you know their the time and effort that it takes to buy a home that honestly was the biggest thing um I'm not a big, I'm not a super big social media person. And honestly, in this day and age, social media is a big, you know, help as far as, you know, promoting yourself because you can reach, you know, you can reach so many people so quickly. So uh, sure. getting into the game, my biggest hindrance was honestly promoting myself, doing stuff like this, like getting on the Zoom uh, podcast with you guys. And uh, that, that's really my biggest hindrance because that's just something personally that I never was into before. But that's a big part of success here. And so within the last couple of months, I, I've seen the correlation between promoting yourself more on social media and getting, the, you know, bringing those clients mm -hmm. in to have success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For, sure, for sure, bro. There's a lot of people who are not real comfortable on social media. So I totally understand that. And for the fact that you actually yeah. were able to build clientele without uh, a major social media, that's pretty impressive as well, too, man. For real, you need to put yeah. some ground and you put some feet work in for sure. But I, yeah, I still, sure. you know, I think you're 100 right now. But I also think it's so much more value in that FaceTime too, though. Like, I mean, it's, it's still, yeah. I think it's still good uh, value in like, you know, pounding the pavement, like yeah. shaking people's hands, talk, having like face to face conversations. A lot of value because people get to see you, you get to interact. You know what I mean? You get to, you know, uh -huh. share that energy with people. So, you know, um, and that's something that you don't get um, on social media, right? So, um, but I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Because within this process, man, when I when I first met him, man, he already had like a good aura around him. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know his age because he already he already presents himself like he's mid-30s and some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So he's very professional. He made us feel comfortable going into places. He ain't about wasting no time. If you don't like it, we out of there. You know what I'm <laughs> Right, right. That's right. That's dope, man. He gets straight to the point. Just good business, man. That's just good business. So Yo, okay. Go ahead, Speedy. So now for for like those of um you mentioned how some people feel like it's like just too 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 difficult to buy a home. Like it's a lot of steps in, involved. Um, for people who are first time home uh home buyers or people who have not uh, owned a home, like what are the first steps one might be able to be uh to start at in order to you know purchase their first home? Um, does it start with like building up your credit? Like where's the with the very first step? Like what would you recommend for somebody who's who's looking to buy a home? Okay, yeah. So I would say. The very first step I would say is you know mentally prepare you know for the process. Know who you want mm -hmm. to be a homeowner because you know it is very different from renting. But I, I I don't think I think it's a very positive difference than renting. But um, hold on, let me pause right there. Let me pause real quick, real quick. Hold on. Hit him. Message. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um, so that's the first step, and then I would say the second step, yes, to make sure your credit is in order which um your credit it doesn't even have to be super high uh, 580 plus can get you pre-approved Sheesh. Okay. Um, so yes that's the first step uh, hold on. yeah consistency i'm sorry say that 580 plus can get you approved. for the people so they can hear it a 580 plus credit store credit score can get you approved 
to be a first time home buyer. So yes, get your credit in order. Um, handle any little debt. Like if you have student loans, they understand that's a bigger debt to take care of. But handle any other little debts, like you know, credit card debts or you know, anything lingering, because um, they will require that as well. And then consistency in your job, uh, because the loan is coming from the bank, they don't want to see people job hopping every couple months. So you know, stay at a job for about at least a year and a half. If your goal is home ownership, at least a year and a half. Two years is ideal, but at least a year and a half can get you pre-approved. Um, yes, because and those three things are the biggest factors in getting pre-approved, honestly. So if you can achieve those three things, just to break it down simply, I, I would say you'd be able to get pre-approved. Nice, nice, nice. Where um now, you know, you're helping people along the road. Like where do you where do you feel like um potential buyers have the hardest time like what is the biggest challenge that potential buyers have like once they started the process and now they're going through this process of of purchasing a home like where um where the challenges where do you where do you see the challenges in my experience i would say the emotional highs and lows is the biggest thing that people have to you know prepare themselves for yeah yeah no that's real that's real like especially if you find something you really like you really like is you Man. get outbid or it goes beyond your budget. Like, yeah, that, that can be, that can be tough, man. I get that. So give the people your thoughts about going out of their budgets. Like how is the, what is the importance of staying in your goddamn budget? <laughs> that is extremely important. And mainly for the reason that, um, you know, you're, you're responsible for your home. It, it is your property, your land. It, you know, it is your responsibility. So anything that goes wrong, uh, you, you have to take care of. So if you're already stretching yourself to the end to, you know, to just to pay your mortgage, you know, if something does go wrong, which, you know, it, it's, it's not like every week something's going to go wrong in your house. You know, it's not like, you know, siding's going to fall off, windows going to break. Nothing, that's not, you know, that's extreme. So you don't have to plan for something happening every week, but you do have to plan for things happening. So mm -hmm. standing extremely important just to make sure that you're ready for those things when if and when they do happen to just take care of them and just so you know so you're to ease your stress in the future so i would say it's extremely important yeah listen man my first the first house meant my wife and i bought man it was we had just got moved in got all our stuff in we was in there the first week and my son's upstairs taking a bath and I and I'm down on the second floor. It was a three story townhome. He on the third floor taking the bath. I'm on the second floor watching TV, hearing the bath water running, and I just see leaking coming out of my ceiling, bro. <laughs> leaking water dropping. I'm like, what the blood clot is happening right now, bro? And it's just water seeping out of my, my ceiling, bro. I was tripping. So I'm like, bro, stop the bathtub. Turns out, anyway, there's a crack in the bathtub. It's seeping through the bathtub into the ceiling into onto our second floor. So we had to get a whole like all the work in the first weeks, like of being moved in. We had to luckily we had homeowners insurance. So we we're so we we're able to kind of cover that cost. But like, man, when I tell you that homeowners insurance came in, um, came in handy. Listen, we would have spent uh -huh. tens of thousands of dollars if it wasn't for that homeowners insurance, man. For real. Importance. Get that goddamn insurance. It might seem like yeah. an accident. But you have to have some goddamn insurance. Even if you're written, get mm -hmm. some goddamn insurance. You never know, bro. You never know. That's for sure, I, man. I know what I do know. Something's going to happen. <laughs> like something's going to happen to that crib that you need yep. to get service. I know for a fact. I don't care what mm -hmm. it is. It could be a yep. step is, is cracked or something or a paint. Something is going to be something. Plumbing, air. Yeah, that junk something. is crazy. Yep. yep. <laughs> Yeah, um, you gotta get the air conditioner straight up in that joint. Dog, here's a fun fact though, man. Speed is something that you might have a comment. Our boy Nas, uh, he plays football as well. Okay, the guy plays yeah. for the uh, pro football right now, man. Play for yeah. what? Who? Motor he City Outlaws. Bro. Okay, I ain't like yeah. other uh, semi-pro. <laughs> <laughs> semi-pro, you know what I'm saying, guy. You know, I played him on a few teams, man. What position do you play? I play wide receiver. All right, all right. How yep. tall are you? I'm 5'11". Okay, all right. So so let me see. You you stretch the field with your speed, or you got with, with crisp routes, like you got the hands, you were third down. Uh, Tell me my about it. 
I, I get open and I catch the ball. Like that, that's what I do. Get open and I catch the ball. Go to work. Come on. I like that. That's swag. That's swag right <laughs> that's there. A, that's a swaggy receiver answer right there. I get open. I catch the ball. That's all you need to know, fam. <laughs> yeah. No drives. So how do you find time to balance the two? I know that the, the real estate industry is like hectic right now because a lot of people are looking for homes to buy. How do you squeeze football yeah. into this whole mix, man? Well, you know, you know, we're in this day and age where we're big on mental health nowadays. So, you know, I fully b believe in that. So, you know, you got to find time for yourself. Yeah. So a lot of my clients, I say my job a lot of times is two to eight. A lot of my clients have jobs they have to go to. So I'm mm. tending to their time. So most of the time I'm showing houses between two and eight. We practice Tuesdays and Thursdays from six, about 630 to nine. And then our games are Saturdays. So, you know, whether I get to, you know, practice the first half, whether I can get to practice the whole practice or just practice the first half or just practice the second half, I definitely just try and make sure I squeeze time in for myself because it definitely helps me. You know, I, I'm a huge fan of football. Like, it, it helps release my, release my stress. So, you know, okay. I just always make sure I find time. That's good, man. Yeah, we, I, you miss, I miss my semi-pro days, man. <laughs> they went wild. It was yeah. wild, man. Listen, I, I, I miss uh, I miss players smoking cigarettes on the sideline. <laughs> man, okay. oh, me, I'm in. Oh. I didn't see stuff. I didn't see some stuff in semi pro. So this is a great environment. It's a great time. So yeah, like I'm, no, I I'm love happy. that. I loved it, man. I had a great yeah. experience, man. I went to travel to a lot of different places, man. Playing some semi pro. So yeah, same here. Yeah. Same places I ain't been to playing semi pro. Yeah. Just be on the sideline at a semi-pro game is fun, bro. <laughs> put you in the mood. Put you in the right mood, man. That's why we bro. national champions. <laughs> they rolling up on the sideline, cracking brewskis. <laughs> it was wild. Got to do. We, we ain't called the 50 boys for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good time. We were discussing today about a football player who's 50 years old still playing in the semi <laughs> Yeah. He might Speed. What was his name? Uh, what's his name? Shoes, man. Shout out shoes. Yep. Go ahead on the team. Nah, I don't remember he was, shoes. Old, he was an old ass running back after he played with the Warhawks or something, bro. He was an old ass cat, bro. I don't play. With, I don't play with some old cats, man. I don't play with a few. <laughs> so I, I, I think I've played on like maybe three, <laughs> three, maybe four semi pro teams. That's what's up. About like 2018, 2019, uh, my team played a team in Ohio. They their kicker was like 63, 64. Oh, Jeez, white man. yeah, it was funny as hell. Living the dream, baby. Living the dream. Oh, you playing that shit to the death. Like, you hear me? That's crazy. I can't imagine being like 55, like strapping up, telling my wife, like, ah, you know, I got a game tonight. <laughs> you know, I, I know we, we supposed to have dinner with Cheryl and them, but you know I got a game at night. <laughs> like, where's Ralph at? He's up there icing his knees down because he just got off the field. Four-yard gain and tore his knee up. I, think I, got a <laughs> yeah. I had three sacks. <laughs> two, two, court, two QB hurries. <laughs> now I'm over there with the grandkids relaxing. Yeah, what? You know. He's kidding, no man. He's kidding. Uh, balled out again. All right. Yes. Yeah, so. On the subject of football, you're from Buffalo, of course. I will presume that you are a Buffalo Bills fan. Die hard, die hard. I'm like, man, I don't even want to say this. Y'all probably gonna be mad at me, but I don't even watch the Lions for real. Oh, uh, this is blast for me. Well, die hard. You, know, you weren't missing through. You you weren't missing anything. Buffalo <laughs> went to four holes. Back to back, I wouldn't watch the Lions either. If I was, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all in different divisions, so I ain't even mad at y'all. I'm actually rooting for y'all in our division this year. Right? I'm actually rooting for y'all. I think y'all got appreciate it, brother. That's, that's what we keep hearing, man. I, I hope, I hope we live up to the potential, man. We could live yeah. up to them standards because I'm hearing a lot of conversations about Detroit, man, and it's scaring me. It's scary because it's scary. Be excited. It's hard to be excited now. See, that's the thing, right? Okay. Buffalo has had a, a rich history of winning, okay? Mm -hmm. Kelly, rich. Sir, uh, uh, my boy, what's my man? Uh, 
Oh, my linebacker, oh. Bruce. You know what I'm saying? Cornelius Bennett. You yeah. remember him? Yeah, <laughs> man. Thurman, who what? But Bruce Martin. Smith, Bruce Smith played for Buffalo. Yeah. Yep. Tally. Yeah, Eric, was, Eric Reed, was it? Yeah. Receiver. Don't forget about my nigga BB. Damn, Don Yo, BB. You know, okay, you know something. Oh, Come I, on, I, bro. I was telling okay. I was a fan. Look, me and him had a wager back in high school. And it was uh, the, the Cowboys versus the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, I lost money to him because he <laughs> wanted to watch <laughs> man, we trying to redeem that now. But I'm saying, like, yes, we got a rich history, but history that only means so much when you're losing in the present. And my whole life up until about three years ago, we was losers. So, you know, we, we kind of turned it around. You know, y'all turned it around the last couple years. In the last couple years, we've been turning it around. So we can see. We might good. we might meet in the Super Bowl. Who knows? And that will be fire, bro. That will be fire. That will be fire. Come on, man. You, we, you know, damn well, the Lions ain't meeting nobody in the Super Bowl unless you talk about in the stands. Hey. <laughs> unless you talk about on the 50-yard line in the stands. That's Is that what you're talking about? Anything possible. The Cincinnati Bengals went back to a Super Bowl. Why can't we get to one? That's all I'm saying. And they ended last 8-2, the last 10 games, something like that. Who yeah. would have thought that? Who would have thought that? Nobody would have put money on that. Nah, so I appreciate oh, your optimism. Good. I swear I do. I really appreciate your optimism. But let me tell you something. A coach, used to, a coach told me, listen, a coach told me back in the day, he said, don't let your highs get too high and don't let your lows get too low. As a Detroit Lions fan, that is my moniker, bro. I, I can't I can't get that excited, bro, because I've been let down. For, how old am I? About to be 40? 40 years, man. Let down. All 40 of Every last one of those. Every 40 last years. one of them. Every one. See, now you're about to get depressed. This is a positive uh, interview. <laughs> now you gave me depressed, God dang it. Started off good. Okay, so um, let's see. So we discussed the highs and lows. Okay, so no, we actually talked about the lows. So, okay, give us a – how do you feel once you do close on a property, knowing that you put this family in a spot where they might be there for the rest of their life? Like, that, what type of feeling is that to you, bro? Yep. That that's actually a really good feeling. Like I'm actually a, a very helpful person. I have been my whole life. Like I, I I got a tendency to go above and beyond for people. But just knowing that like I helped a family to achieve a goal that not, you know, not everybody if if it was easy, everybody would do it. And everybody can do it if they put the work in, but not everybody does it actively. But it, it's it's a great feeling, honestly. Like that's just the best way. It's a, it's an amazing feeling. Like I, I love helping people. I love knowing that I help I help somebody achieve some, you know a, a a lifelong milestone, something they can mm-hmm. remember for always remember your first home. So yeah, you know, definitely a great feeling. Yeah. So now nah, there's so many things to consider when you're seeking to buy a home. Like how do you like tell me about the process for coaching a family or a couple or somebody who's trying to consider all the things when, when trying to buy a home, like what are those things or what at least tell us what the process is for coaching people and, and choosing the right home for them. Uh, a lot of agents have different approaches to that process. My, pro- my approach basically is I want you to, f- I want you to feel at home. Like I want you to mm-hmm. know that you want you to, this is where you want to live for however long you plan to live there. So I, I really, I'm never really in, my clients ears telling them like, you know, this is a great home for you. I kind of have a not completely laissez faire approach to it. You know, I'm here for to answer any questions of advice. If I see anything wrong, I definitely will point it out, but I'm not here to push you towards buying a home. I want you to, you know, know that this is the home to buy for you. So, um, you know, that's really, you know, that that's kind of direction I had, you know, with it. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing I can say is, Yeah, just, just have an open mind. Just have an open mind. You know, no house is perfect. If if there was a perfect house, you'd be building it from scratch yourself. So, you know, that's what I try and stress to my clients. No house is perfect, but just try and pick the one that is most perfect for you, the, just the best for you. So, yeah. you know, that, that's, those are my two biggest messages, you know. Pick the house that's best for you. And you, I'm, you oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. Nah. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was on GU in the process at this point. Like, hopefully, you know, you'll be closing pretty soon. But, um, like, G, what are the things that you consider when you wanted to find a house for you and your family? What are, what were those things you were considering? Um, I was considering location. Um, because when you're single and, you know, if I'm 27, like, you're nice, you know what I'm saying? You can. Young ball. Yeah, you know, the young ball, you know what I'm saying? Back in my days, I wouldn't live anywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't care about the neighborhoods. Uh, any part of the city, I'm there. But I had to take a, take into consideration. I have children, two girls and a boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they start ninth grade, and one of them starting sixth grade. So you have to. I had to make sure my family would be safe. So I had to find yeah, a safe schools. Around. Schools. Um, we didn't want to break our budget either because money don't grow on trees around this boy. I tell you that goddamn much. Um, and this was a it's like a homely feel like you know what i'm saying once we walked in certain homes we just automatically like nah bro no nah. <laughs> and now he's right there you already know what time it is once we say no we just see that certain look like up oh, to the next one yep, yep. you already yeah. know yeah um but yeah man it was just more of like just 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 what type of feel it gives you like if you walk into a home and in the back of your mind you can envision shit all over the house oh, already yeah. walk in that might be the one you need right there. You know what I'm saying? Just follow your mind, man. And, you know, like I said, it's very stressful, though, because I'm trying to keep my wife sane because she likes to tend to overthink. You know what I'm saying? So you also have to have a good realtor to just calm them down. I'm like, you know, relax, you know, just because y'all really like coaches for real. Like, you know, just it's all right, champ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stay same, you know what I'm saying? It's all right. And he's, he's been doing a great job just keeping us calm and sane. So just, it's very that's a positive thing right there, man. Um, but I did want to ask you to do this for us, Nas. Can you uh give the people, the audience, uh, can you explain the difference between a conventional and dealing with FSA? I mean, you know, the, the other side, getting the loans and all that stuff. Can you just like break that down? Yeah, hundred percent. So um conventional loan um is basically you're gonna put more money down. So all right. All right, so I'll start. Actually, I'll backtrack. Uh, FHA, first time home buyers loan. You're gonna put less money down, three point five percent down for you know closing costs towards the home, and then the bank is gonna take care of the rest. Um, as far as the it's a little easier to get pre-approved because they're you know they're just trying to they want they want people they they want people to buy homes, so it's easier to get pre-approved for that process. Three point five percent down, so you need little bit less money um like i said that credit score is about 580 so it's a little lower than a conventional loan um and as far as when you get further in the process so like once you see a home that you like and you put an offering on it and you're going through that process when the fha appraisers come out they're going to make they're going to be more sticklers about the shape the house is in than a you know the appraisers for a conventional loan because you're a first-time home buyer they want things to be tip top shape for you, honestly. Mm -hmm. So they're they're more of a sticklers throughout that process of the um throughout that part of the process. As far as conventional loan, you're gonna put more money down, at least five percent up to twenty percent down on, on the home. Um you need a higher credit score. I believe it's around six twenty credit score to get pre-proof for that. You need more money in the bank. Um, you know, it you know, it, it's just a you know, it's a little bit more. But that's because they're trying to incentivize people to buy that first home. Mm -hmm. And then because you don't know, the, you might not know the process as is or whatever. And then, you know, after you get your first home, you'll know. So after that, they, they let go to, you know, take off the training wheels a little bit. But yeah. So more percentage of money down, higher credit score needed, um, less of sticklers throughout the appraisal process. On you know what needs to be you know done on the home or what not to, what doesn't need to be done on the home. So those are the biggest three biggest differences. He dropping jewels for y'all this evening, ladies and gentlemen. He dropping motherfucking jewels for you. You know what I'm Definitely. talking about. Definitely, you better be listening. Let me listening. Um, I think the the take home message again is that like anybody can can do it. Like not anybody. You know what I'm saying. You need you need. There are some foundational things that you need, but like I think we're. For first-time home buyers, like it's, it seems like a very daunting process, 
And there's so many things that you do. And there are quite a few things, but like having a good real estate agent is key. Somebody who can walk you through that process and let you and communicate effectively what the all, all about the process. Cause they, it could be daunting, man, especially when you got a real life to live, you got a job to do. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. and then then if you're trying to sell a house and buy a house at the same time, that's a whole nother beast, man. So what kind of that, um that seems tough sure. I said that seems pretty tough for sure. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone through that process. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot because it's about timing. It's about, you know, you got to sell your house within the same amount of time that you're buying a new house, man. It's the math got to be got to, you know, equal our right. So you can make enough money from the sale of your house so you that you can cover the cost of your new crib. It's a, it's a bunch, man. I hate it's stressful. I hate moving. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, I hate it. And that's not the process. I'm not even trying to think about yeah. right now. Like, Uber Park. Oh, Jesus Christ! It's definitely a hassle for sure. Jesus Christ. Well, you know our moniker here at uh, Quality Minutes is making every minute count, nice man. And what you do in your profession is really putting a lot of, you know, you're making every minute count by letting people put them in them homes and letting their families build and be beautiful families, man. So we tip our hat to you, man. Salute for sure, definitely. bro. Definitely. I appreciate it. We got to air horn you. We got to air horn you. So, thank you. Thank um, you. So I don't know. Like I've been every. I used to watch the show like selling uh sunset and selling Miami man about those those agents down there. Like um, right now, where are you? Where are you selling the majority of you know the properties and homes uh, right now for your clients? Um, a lot of a lot of my clients have had a wide range of areas they're willing to live in which is why i've been all over the place willing to live in or you know they're listing in whatever but yeah like uh earlier today i just had a, a you know an open house in marine city so you know just i'm, I'm just kind of all over i'm willing to go anywhere anywhere some someone needs me for real estate in michigan i'm, I'm you know i have no bombs when it comes to my job i hear that man i hear that well thanks for hella miles on his car i tell you that much. Sure. <laughs> i bet man <laughs> make sure you win this, if you get in this real estate game make sure you got a car that can get you back and forth that's number Man. one uh, if you ain't got no car back and forth you through <laughs> my um my real estate trainer used to tell me about his when he got into when he got into real estate his car was terrible to the point where Sometimes he's you. He, he might have to walk the rest of the way to his showing or whatever, like you know, something, something like that. So embarrassed Eesh. about in such bad shape, he will park on the street, street over, because uh, his car, his car wasn't in the in the best shape to handle the real estate lifestyle. Damn. So, yeah, hustling, hustling, yep. bro, yep. <laughs> hustling, yep. God. Hey, yep. oh shit, we got we got a get we got a special oh. guest in this bitch. <laughs> She just said, what's happening? She wanted to make an appearance. Oh, she is there. There she is. There she is. Miss America. <laughs> you got to unmute yes, yourself. We can't hear nothing you saying coming in here. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't think I was going to make it, but I'm here. No, you know, we got the ginger ale. <laughs> yes. Nature's well, now, medicine. This is our real estate agent, Nas Johnson. This is our queen of the show, Miss Keita. <laughs> Hi, how and are Ms. you? John. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he was uh, breaking his I'm down. Good. Thanks, Keita. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> so, my fault now? I'm just talking junk. I'm just right. talking junk. So now, I wanted to ask you, man. I believe, I believe in bags. Like when I say bags, I mean big ass dream, big ass goals, right? Like, so what is what is your big ass goal for your career and for your life, man? Now that you've started this journey of real estate and and owner home ownership, like what is the big goal and and um for the next 15, like 10, 15 years. I like how you just put that together. Bags, big ass. I, I see what you're doing, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, one thing about me is I'm always trying to be the anything I put my name to and my hands on, I'm trying to be the best I can be at it. That's mm -hmm. just I you know, my natural mindset. So 
I want to take, you know, real estate can take you as far as you want to go. Like, you know, there's some people that have become millionaires off of doing real estate. If, you know, if, if that's the ceiling, that's, you know, that's where I'm trying to get to. But my, my mindset right now, since I'm just getting into it is helping people. Cause I think as long as I focus on that, the success will come like the monetary success will come. So really what I'm just trying to focus on is, is helping as many help and educate and help, as many people as I can get into homes, get into homes they are proud of and be, you know, just happy, proud homeowners. Like that's my main mindset right now. Uh, and I feel like the success will come with, with that in time. But um, yeah. I hear that, man. I hear that. Cause there's no, it, like you said, going back to that feeling, it's nothing like that first feeling, man. Getting, your, getting the crib and, and for the first time and having somewhere you can lay your head and you can call it your own like that's a great feeling so I'm, I'm glad you can provide people with that feeling man that's good stuff yeah and, the, and to the young boys in America man this guy is 27 years old okay and he's taking his life serious you can do it too you can do it too man you're afraid to jump off the porch, man. You got to get out here and just go get it, man. Make every minute count for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. That's really why I got into this. After I, like I said, I bought my house, um, got it when I was 26. And I, I guess I'm a homebody. Like, I don't really go out. I'm, you know, work, football. I, I'm I'm in the gym a little bit. So if I'm not there, I'm at home. But, um. I invited my semi-pro team over so they could see, you know, we're all about the same age between, you know, 22, 27, you know, besides shoes and a couple other outliers. But uh, I just wanted them to be able to see that it is attainable because, you know, when, when you see somebody that's like you do it, you you know. If people can tell you all day long, but when you see an example, you know for sure. Start yeah. on them then, little young boy. Start on them then. <laughs> <laughs> like, this man. Uh, yeah, no, nah, it wasn't like the flex. It was really, like I said, person, I don't flex. Like I don't care about accolades. I'm all about. Yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah, so yeah, I just wanted them to know, like you, you can do it too. You, you know, you, you take things serious. You put the work in. You can have the same. You can have this or better. You know, you can have whatever you want. So definitely. Really what I, I Let me message. What's up, Queen? I have a question. Yeah. Um. Because you're in the real estate game and you're young, there's a lot of times uh, that idea that there's probably a territorial thing going with the other realtors, especially if they're older and they're looking at you coming into the game. So because of that, there's a generational gap because someone as young as you can look at them and say you are missing the big. And this is why we cannot come together to work um, in a more seamless way as realtors, right? Have you experienced anything like that? The territorial generational gap that exists within real estate as a realtor yourself? Personally, I have not, but I give that credit to, I said, I worked at McDonald's for five years, three and a half of those years, I was a manager. Um, I was the like, kitchen manager, so I was like second in command. If I, you know, if I got another promotion, I'd have door. So I've dealt with a lot of different people, a lot of different air dreams. Like when I was 19, I was in charge of people who were 40, 50, 60, um, in, you know, a range from 14 all the way up to 60. So I, I have experience talking to people uh, uh, about business that are older than me. So, and, and, and so. I've been told I have like a very personable, you know, personality. Like when people get to know me, they end up liking me. So, no, personally, I have not experienced that just because so of the fact that I kind of. So basically, what I'm hearing is, no, go ahead. you are Ray Charles to the bullshit because you don't see it, <laughs> and you also <laughs> ain't nobody got time and for that, are, right? So if it does exist. It goes right past you because you all about positivity and you're not going to think about that. And it sounds like you have a high emotional intelligence to where you know how to compromise and bridge those gaps so that I, if they even do exist, it's really not a problem that you focus on. Am I getting I, that correctly? That is exactly exactly me. I don't focus on negativity at all. I'm always about pushing forward positivity, you, you know. But, you know, yeah, that's that's exactly me, honestly. And 
I think another reason is most people, if I, you know, if I got a client that's going to, if this deal is going to put money in your pocket, most people are willing to just, you know, hear, hear you out at least. So between those two things, a, uh, yeah, negativity. I do well, before you ask question. that, before you ask that, the oh, next question, uh, Keto, I just want to say like what I, what I got from what you just said was, um, you said you were a manager at McDonald's for a few years and you develop a skill set while you were there. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, how people are like too good to work at a place or they feel like they don't, they can't work fast food or they can't do this. They're beyond this. Like, I, I completely disagree with that idea is like, you know, as a manager, you were able to like commute, learn how to communicate with people, learn how to work with one another. And you develop those soft skills to be a leader and to be able to manage your own time. Like, and I think that's valuable. So like, don't ever let any job be below you. You know, you could take anything and learn from it. So I appreciate that. And then translate those skills into another uh, market. That part. That's what I was you already went there. I was going to add something like that. Speedy, but you, oh, I'm you, sorry. you went there. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm no, kidding. no. We're on the same wavelength. That's all. That's all. It, it's life lessons and everything, man. It's life lessons and everything. Mm -hmm. I was in fast food business for a while, you know what I'm saying? And communications and selling and all that. You put all that together, man, you get a good person out of it, especially if you know how to tweak it the right way. Shit, the sky's the limit at this point, for sure. You know, that's dope, I would bro. say dope. fast food, um, waitressing or wait, being a waiter, and having to be a teacher. One of those three, I think Man. every person needs to experience because those have such transferable skills that mm -hmm. you can build off of and you'll be successful in anything if you can master one of those three, if not Definitely. all three. Customer service, like just in general, like if you yeah. learn a proper customer service, I think you can yep. translate those kind of skills in just about any, any place, man. You can run your own business. You can work for, say, like, just learn how to communicate with people, man. It's so helpful. And build a team and work with a team. Boy. Yeah. Because one thing you'll get out of the fast food business is patience, boy. I tell you that much. <laughs> like a uh, nigga like Tyrone pulling up in the drive-thru 10 minutes before you close and be trying to order up a bunch of shit. You be like, yeah. bro, we about to close. And, <laughs> and they get to argue with it. you. Yeah, I used to so I used to work at uh, McDonald's near CJ Barrymore's, and that's actually near the Macomb County Ooh. Jail. So they would have people bond out at jail. And we used to be twenty four hours in the lobby, and so I used to deal with people straight out of jail. Like they, would, I would man, I didn't see some stuff there. It's literally like I had man, guy oh, wow. <laughs> like I didn't yep. see some. My name is Tyree. Wow. Yeah, I went to. <laughs> they are not bonding right out of jail starting shenanigans at the McDonald's right out of the joint I do have another question a separate question for you Okay. so when it comes to the real estate market and stop me because I know I came in a little late so I just have some questions to pick your brain about the real estate market now that we have a background about you and about your strengths right and your weaknesses um, it seems like what is it that you could tell our audience if they're looking to buy a house that is making it difficult right now, at one point in time, the inventory was very low to where people were competing really hard for, uh, for purchasing a home. What is it that you're seeing right now that's still making it difficult for homeowners? We know that the interest rates are going up. They're the highest they've been in 20 years. They're at seven point something right now, but that's not a big deal from what Thanks, Biden. No. <laughs> that's not a big, <laughs> that's not a big deal from what I understand because if anyone who is already a homeowner knows you could purchase and then refinance when they hit lower so that's not the biggest problem but what is it that you're seeing being a problem is it still the inventory being low what is it that a home a potential home buyer needs to have in their review like when going to purchase a home that's exactly it. Inventory is just not as high as it was, especially a, a year ago. Last year was the okay. best, the best time in real estate history. Mm -hmm. The market mainly be due to the interest rates being so low. Um, but them raising it, they raised interest rates on purpose in order to slow the market down a little bit, and is done exactly that. And uh, yeah, inventory is just low right now. And I've actually had clients, multiple clients, send me the same houses that they want to see. So I'm showing. I'm going to the same house. I've actually had a client 
Like I showed them three or four houses in a day. The fourth house we end on, they leave, and I just sit there and wait for my next client because that's where they want to start. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, just inventory is low, and yeah, so it just it makes it even more competitive. Damn, how do you manage that? That situation like that because that could be kind of a conflict of it definitely is. maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm fair to I try and be as fair as I can to both parties. The information I get is going to both yeah. parties. You know, I'm submitting both at you know both offers promptly. Like you, you know, it is what it is. But you know, the game of real estate is made the best man win. Kind you know, you know whatever offer the seller seems fit to accept, they're going to accept. So you know, that's why bring your best foot forward. You know, in, in this game, because you gotta realize, like I said, there's other people compete for the same thing that you want. So, and there's no favoritism in this game because people don't know you. Like, unless you get a chance to meet the seller, which is very rare because most, you know, most of the time when you're doing a showing, they aren't there. So they have no favoritism. So, like, you know, the, the offer you put what speaks the loudest. It's funny that you said that because that was going to be the next thing that I was going to say or ask you. Um, because I know when I purchased, both of my homes. The first one, coincidentally, I was a banker before I went into education. Uh, for my undergrad year, I was a banker. And one of the guys that I helped to refinance his home, I actually was at his home looking at it. And so he automatically was like, if it wasn't for you, you see this car right here, you see this right here that I put in the house, I wouldn't have got this done because of you, period. The house is yours if you want to just tell me now. And so I was able to get the house without competition. But back then, the inventory was high, too. So it wasn't that bad. Um, we're talking about like 2014, 2013, 14. Um, and I'm never going to find a house for the price that I purchased back then, which was a 2,300 square foot home for $160,000. That that was oh, it. Yeah. was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then bought a 3,100 square foot home for 250 that was back in 2020 right on the cusp of when the pandemic was happening in quick like flex February, real March. quick quick flex <laughs> oh no 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 quick flex <laughs> no I'm i bought this 3100 uh, square foot boy real quick you know what i'm saying I'm trying to make clear, and for our audience, if you're not from Michigan, Michigan has more bang for their buck than any place that I know. I mean, like, you get yeah. all this house, all this land for very little in the suburbs, not in the rural Definitely. area. Not like North Carolina. Suburbs. I don't know who North Carolina think they is right now, but they are asking for <laughs> way too much for way too little right now. They are acting Well, no, it's bougie. went up now. No, it's went up because the house I'm in now bought it for 250 2020, three years later, it's 400 something. So oh, yeah. everywhere is really high. Mm. However, here's the thing. To get this house, she, the owner was here. So of course, I'm telling her various things like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a teacher. I know I'm doing, I know what I'm doing. I'm dropping things. Oh, I'm a teacher. Oh, this would be perfect for me to raise my family and be my forever home. Because sometimes homeowners want to know that if they have an attachment to the house, but they know they need to leave it or downsize, it's going to be left with someone who's going to put those same love and care into it as they had. And so at that point, she was like, you know, I like what y'all are saying. If you want to insure I've heard having to leave love letters are just as effective. Uh, what other things could you suggest outside of possibly being there when you're doing a showing and the owner being there um, that you could suggest would help somebody have an edge compared to other people when they're competing for the same home? Well, like I said, a lot of times you don't have direct contact with the seller. So my biggest thing is the agent you choose. You got to choose an agent with a, a good personality that can act on your behalf and get some favor. Um, you know, I've had a couple of deals where you know, I talked to the agent and they're telling me, you know, after we, after the conversation we have, they're like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to push your deal for you, you know, or whatever, whatever. But, so that's what I would, the agent you choose is huge. You got to choose somebody that's diligent, somebody that's going to fight for you, somebody that has a good personality. Cause I think, I think that face-to-face -face is, you know, the, those personable connections are the biggest things that help, honestly. So yeah, okay. that's what. Okay. Hey, man. Consummate professional, man. I, 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 yeah. could, I could see you going places. Oh, young, young man, yeah. young man. Let me just, uh, so uh, here at Quality Minutes, we like to say, make every minute count. 
that's our moniker, man. That's what we're all about, making every minute count. So tell me, you know, outside of like doing your job and help people, like how are you making every minute count? And what we mean by that is like how are you utilizing your time? How are you making sure that every day is a beautiful day? Like how are you making every minute count? Well, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time with my clients. Like I said, uh, business has been booming for me lately. So a lot of my time goes to my clients. Um, I make time for my my you know my mental health so my semi pro like I said practice Tuesdays Thursdays game Saturdays um I'm in the gym as well been in the gym the last couple of years put about 25 30 pounds of muscle on in the past two years so okay I'm there to stay right right <laughs> I, I spent some time there to stay constructive and then yeah I just try and spend time I just try and spend a lot of time with my family like uh you know um my mom, she was never a homeowner. I actually inspired my mom to try and become a homeowner. So she was actually renting. Her rent went up. Her rent was, she probably was living in a space that was a thousand square feet or less. Her rent was about sixteen hundred. My the mortgage for my house is significantly less than. So you know, I put her onto the game. She's actually, I moved her into the home that me and my girlfriend bought. And she's actually saving to become a homeowner as well. So, like, you know, I spend some time with her, spend some time with my girlfriend. Um, yeah, I, mean, I just try and I just try and stay busy. Honestly, just try and occupy my time. Yeah, man, that's what's up, man. Shout out to put your mama in the house, man. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Breaking on it, yeah. Breaking on it. Yeah, this is what we do. Quality minutes. We here. We have a platform to give to shine light. To young black brothers like yourself, man, who just putting in positivity in the community, you help people, and you just got a damn good head on your shoulders, brother. So we uh, want to go on here to give you your flowers today, because hey, man, it ain't too many twenty-seven-year-olds who's positive. Nah, nah, let's clap that up real quick. Let's clap that up real quick. And uh, I could see some some possible collaboration, Marquita, like in in the in what you do. You know, you offer resources and support for for folks and underserved communities, and like you know, you helping people getting the, getting the homes for the first time. Like, there's some possible connection here, man. Like, uh, you know, hopefully we can you know make something happen in some way. You know what I mean? I love right, how yeah. you think, Speedy. I love how you think. Just to let you yeah. know. Let you know, Young King, uh, there's a resource fair that I throw for the community every other month. And the next one is going to be this Thursday, the 24th of August at the Durfee Innovational Center, which is at okay. 2470 Collingwood. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. If you would like to set up a booth or a table in an effort to speak to those within the community who think they can't even achieve home ownership, I would love to have you as one of my okay. vendors. That sounds good. I appreciate the offer. Thank you. I would be glad to You're come welcome. participate. Okay. That's All what right. I'm talking about. Everybody eats. It's quality. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here. Definitely, um, definitely. All right, man. Well, we, it sounds like we're wrapping things up. Uh, before we get out, any quality uh, recommendations? Uh, and Nas, what we mean is like if, you, if you're reading a book, if you're watching a TV show, if you're just consuming something that you think people might want to be interested in consuming themselves, like tell me. What quality recommendations uh, might you all have on this this evening? Um, recent the past couple weeks, I've been reading this uh, book called Tuesdays with Maury. And it's just this author's uh, perspective on uh, he got real close with his college professor, who he admired very much. And when his and his college professor's last days, they had a lot of conversations about how to operate through life as a man, as a person, different. You know, different topics, you know, death, life, work, whatever, whatever. But so I've just been reading that. So and I, I, I'm actually loving it. So I would recommend Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album. Well, that's what I'm talking about, man. And hey, let me let me air horn for young black brothers yeah. that read. <laughs> read them books, man. That's what I'm talking about. What about I got a quality too, I got a quality recommendation. What you got? Get the fuck Madden. Get Madden. You feel me? I didn't know nothing about this game share on PlayStation 5, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't got a 5, 
get one so y'all can share games. You ain't even got to pay the full price because you got your mans in them. You can just share it to their goddamn system and you don't got to pay a dime. That's what I got to tell you. That's quality content. Planet I feel answer. like... Go look. I feel like you shouldn't be saying that out loud. Like, <laughs> like I feel like that's one of the things you got to keep to it's yourself. You know what I mean? Cause... Go Lions. That's all hey, I go yeah. Lions. you, Kita? You got some Rex recommendations? For me today, my my where I am is about needing to diffuse with being silly. So if you need something to kind of like get you laughing and and just take your anxieties of the day away, please, if you have not checked out I Am Dave, it is a series that Kevin Hart is executive producer to. If you know the rapper Little Dicky, he is starring in there. Oh, yeah. Um, he has his uh, sidekick named Gator, who has always been. And I don't I'm saying it wrong. Not sidekick. He's his hype man. And the thing that I liked about this show is it's like a cross between um, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm and Seinfeld in some way. And uh, they talk about mental health quite often in the series. And yet they put all sorts of twists in there and they're they're actually acting with their own problems and authentic selves. They're just putting it out there with like, you know, embellishing situations mm-hmm. that they may have been in or would be in. So it's a very good comic relief show that does shine a light on mental health from time to time and real problems. But if you want to just get away from your own problems and see somebody else and how they may deal with something with some comedic relief behind it, I suggest to go and check out I Am Dave. It's on FX and Hulu. All right. All right. Cool. Okay. cool. Mm-hmm. The last season was the funniest. Um, for me, so far it's been three. The last season has been the funniest to me. The first season was hilarious. This one was the funniest. My bad, Speedo. Go ahead, brother. Nah, it's it's cool. It's cool. Um, now you know, uh, for many years, and y'all probably heard it before. Um, people recommended the book like The Art of War by by Sun Tzu. Right. Um, never picked it up. Um, I think I started it some years ago and it was just uh, too over my head at the time. Um, but you know, Spotify does like audio books now. And so they had an art of war in there. I started listening to art of war and it's not even a long listen. It's like two hours long. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good book. Uh, so I would check it out, especially if you work in like corporate America, it might be good for you, Nas, you know, say so because it, it draws this, this comparison between like um, just general competition and war and how mm-hmm. to like overcome your opponent and these different ideas or strategies that you consider when you're trying to overcome an opponent or win a battle. So uh, the art of war by Sun Tzu is uh, you can listen to it on Spotify or you can pick up the book and read like my man Nas do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's it. G. Um, and before we let before we do leave and get y'all up out of here, now nah, tell the people where they can find you. Okay, so I'm on Facebook, uh, Nazarek Johnson, N A Z E R E K, last name Johnson, J O H N S O N. Um, I'm on Instagram, my u- user handle is n dot five A's and a Z. Um, you or you can text or call me. My phone number is 248 that um my email is real estate at nasjohnson.com. So yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything about real estate, feel free to reach out and I'll be happy to get back to you. Yeah. Uh if you if you're in the Michigan area and you're trying to um and you're trying to buy a home, like I buy, sell, lease, yeah. best, whatever. I'm willing to help any and everyone. Let's go, man. Um, we'll probably take a picture of his business card or something, post up on there so y'all can get on there. We'll probably have it posted up on the Quality Minutes LLC on Instagram and everything and the Facebook. Yeah, it'll be post. somewhere. It'll be in the comments. It'll be somewhere where you you could access it for sure. Once again, man, I want to say that on behalf of the Quality Minutes family, thank you, Niles, brother. Continue to be positive out here. Keep the good energy flowing. I pray for nothing but prosperity for your family, man. And like I said, thank you for on the bottom from the bottom of my heart for me and my family too, man. You're helping us out in a major way. Shout out to you, young ball. Definitely. Shout out to the world. Live quality minutes. Happy to be. Make 
every minute count. And we out this thing. Holla, dog. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>